The King's Council community is designed to equip entrepreneurs to operate in excellence through proven God-given templates and kingdom principles. Now, we believe that entrepreneurship is God-given, which is why our mission is to create wealth and provision for the purpose of confirming God's covenant on this earth. So whether you are a new entrepreneur or heck, maybe you're looking to become one, looking to go from employed to deployed, then we have a program for you. Or if you're an existing business leader looking for that tribe or that community to run with to discover what true success and prosperity in life actually is, not just within the financial means, but mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually as well. If you're looking for that purpose, or if you know that God has more purpose for you in the kingdom, then the King's Council is the tribe for you. Like mindsetted, bold, kingdom leaders on mission, willingly engaging in the battle of business, continually conquering new territories to bring the spoils of the world back into the kingdom, the kingdom economy. All right, all right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the King's Council Podcast. We are continuing along this blueprint, the seven day of creation blueprint, God given blueprint on how to create. If we're going to create, man, we might as well duplicate. We might as well go off of the model that the original creator actually gave us. And so that's just why I love the Bible. It's just, I mean, if we actually truly dive into it, there are so many templates, so many blueprints for us to apply into our everyday life. So uh, we're going to continue this, guys. You know, we are on day six today. Okay. So we, we've had vision. We've had atmosphere. We've had structure. We've had order. We just went through momentum in which God created the, the first type of animals, the, the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, and now we're going into day six, okay, in which he's, he creates more animals, and then he actually creates us. He creates man in his own image. And so I'm going to just read this, okay? We're, obviously, we're picking up in Genesis again, guys. So in the beginning, chapter one, verses uh, 24, we'll start in 24, and then we'll go through basically, I believe it's 28, so we'll just read this quickly here. It says, and God said, okay, first off, day five had just ended. Okay, it said, and there was evening and there was morning, the fifth day. Continuing in verse 24, it says, and God said, let the land produce living creatures according to their kinds, livestock, creatures that move along the ground and wild animals, each according to its kind. And it was so. God made the wild animals according to their kinds, the livestock according to their kinds, and all the creatures that move along the ground according to their kinds. And God saw that it was good. Okay, God has said it was good pretty much every day or every every time he created something, except on, on day two. Remember when he, he said he started the atmosphere, he didn't actually say it was good until the structure was actually in place. But you know, he's created all the animals. It was good. And then we're continuing on verse 26. Then God said, let us make man in our image in our likeness, and let them rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, over the livestock, over all the earth, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. Okay, we've been given that authority to rule over all of that. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Verse 28, God blessed them and said to them, okay, this is our, our kingdom entrepreneur mandate. 
God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number, fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Then God said, I give you every seed bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it. They will be yours for food and to all the beasts of the earth and all the birds of the air and all the creatures that move on the ground, everything that has the breath of life in it. I give every green plant food and it was so. God saw all that he had made and it was very good. Key point, very good. It's the only time that he had said it was very good once he actually created us. Then it says, and there was evening and there was morning on the sixth day. All right, guys, so much that we could unpack from this, but I'm going to keep this simple because I really want, I want us to understand actually what just took place here, but then the application, that's the point of, of us going through this God-given blueprint of how does this apply to my relationship? How does it apply to my business, anything that I'm creating, because this is the God-given creation blueprint on really just the flow of how we should operate. Okay, and I just I I do want to just pinpoint out that this is there is structure and there's order to this. Okay, God didn't create us first; he cre- he had a vision. He he created the atmosphere. He implemented the structure and the order, everything that needed to be to be in place in order for us to be in existence, he created all that. He set the stage for us. And it was good up until that point. And then he created us in his image. Okay. And and then it was very good. Now, if you go on and I would encourage you, I'm not going to do it on this episode, but I would encourage you read into chapter two, because it does go into more of of Adam and Eve and in the garden and ultimately the fall, because all of that is very important in understanding this. But for the sake of this blueprint, I'm going to just stick with this blueprint and what does this actually mean and how does this apply to our life? Because really this day, when it comes to the blueprint, I consider this day multiply. Okay. We've had vision, atmosphere, structure, order, momentum, and now we're on to multiply. Okay. That's, that's what the focus of this is. So God created animals. That's what he did here. He created all the animals. He saw that they were good. And, and then he actually created us. And at that point, at the completion, okay, you're going to find out that, that you know when we go into day seven, which is the Sabbath, he has done creating. At the completion of his creation, God said, it is very good. Okay, so we've got the animals, each according to their kind, which is, is key, right? We've also heard plants, uh, we're given seeds each according to their kind. Okay, so again, what we're when we're talking about multiplying, when we multiply the habits, the just our daily activities, what people witness in our lives, that is what will be multiplied. Okay, your kids are gonna do what you do; they are not gonna do what you say. Okay, no matter what you tell them, it's a, a pet peeve of mine. It's like do what I say, not what I do. No, 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 no. That ain't how this works. We are to live by example. In fact, we are created in his image. Therefore, we should be the ultimate representation of him. But because of the fall, we're not. We've been given this mandate to have dominion. And a lot of, a lot of people are, are operating within these biblical principles that have no idea who Jesus Christ is. Okay, I'm going to say that again. There's people that are dominating, that are dominating the earth, that, have, that are controlling the marketplace that are operating by these God-given principles, the principles that we coach on within the King's Council, they're doing them 
They just don't know why. And this comes back to principles are principles are principles. No different than the law of gravity. They operate within laws that God put in place that what you sow, or excuse me, you reap what you sow. Very basic, right? And and there's so many other other laws. If we go down the, the the you know just what science has revealed to us, which science is not bad. Okay, I wanna I wanna just people to understand that like God created science. Okay, so this concept or this under this maybe possible understanding of that science is is different than creation. No, no, no. Science backs up creation. Okay, if if you actually get to the root of of everything. All of it actually, if you take a look at everything, it actually backs it up and it instills the truth that this Bible, this Word of God actually is. It's incredible. Okay, it blows my mind every time I even start to talk about this stuff. So let's get back on track though. God created all the animals and then he created us. Okay, and it's it's interesting when he created us, it's almost like he, this is the introduction, our, our first understanding of God being the Trinity, the Godhead, the, the three in one, because it says, let us, it's like God almost took, took counsel within, within, within themselves, like, let us make man in our image and in our likeness. Okay, that's 126, Genesis 126. Okay, so it's the first introduction that, okay, God is more than one being. So it's, it's amazing then how all of that is backed up as you continue to progress through the Bible but that we are created, both man and woman, we are created in the image of God from the dust of the earth. Okay, if you go on and read into into chapter two, it says that God created us from the dust of the earth. And then here's the key thing that separates us from any other creature out there is God breathed into us. The breath of life is what what gave us true life. And that was the, the key separating factor between he created us and then he he breathed life into us, and that what that's what makes us different than any other creature on the earth. Okay, if, remember creation. God spoke things into existence up until this point. He spoke everything into existence, created, created, created. But then the different thing that he did with us, because we are a combination of he spoke it, let us make man in, in our image, and then he gave us life giving power from himself. The breath of life is what's within our lungs. Okay. And, and that is the spirit of God that, that we all have been given. That is the, the soul aspect of, of what we have. Okay. Now the fall, if again, continue to read into how now we, we are operating from a, we need a re- redeemer. Okay. And ultimately you'll see Christ came back to fully redeem us. And this, this is the incredible thing I mentioned about the the kingdom entrepreneur mandate because we know as as entrepreneurs, entrepreneurship is tough. Okay, it is. It, there's a lot of stuff that happens. There's a lot of of risk that takes place. Okay, whether you you think you're an entrepreneur or not, you're an entrepreneur. If you've overcome or if you have the desire to overcome anything, you undertake a task at hand. I believe you're an entrepreneur. It's just a mindset shift. It doesn't m- mean anything different. If you're working for an hourly wage or a salary, you're still an entrepreneur. If you have that mindset that you're here to undertake the task at hand. And with that process, there's a lot of risk that can be involved, right? And I just think God still created everything. He still did this, even though, because he's God, right? Even though he already knew what was going to happen. 
that we were that Adam was gonna was gonna eat from the tree of knowledge, right? Like he knew that, and he still did it because he knew it was worth it. Okay, and so I want you guys to understand that, or just know on that, lean into that. It's because if you know you're, it's worth it. The vision that he had, the vision that you have in your business, maybe it's in your marriage. Okay, the original vision, you know that it's worth it. God sent his one and only son to die a, an unbearable, gruesome, none of us in an earthly fashion could actually bear what he went through, yet he still did it because he knew it was worth it. So if you have that, that marriage, you have that vision, if you can get back to that true vision and start to just put the structure, the atmosphere, the structure, the order, the momentum, get that in place, always anchored in that you know that it's worth it. It is worth fighting for your marriage. It is worth fighting for your business because it was a God-given vision that you have for your life. Okay, and I, I just believe that that is a, a key component to this. Okay, God formed us. He, he breathed life into us. And now we're operating as human beings in this world. Okay, so we're made in the image of God. We're, we're not like living plants, living animals, living creatures, it's different. Okay. We actually have the soul. We have the ability to actually reason. Okay. We have the ability to love. We have the ability to, to understand, to, to gain knowledge and then make decisions. There's lots of scriptures that, that I can reference to. But the, the point is, is that when God made us in his image, God is, God is spirit. So it's not necessarily that we physically look like God, but we do reflect him in the manner that that we have the ability to love. Okay, we have the ability to to reason as I mentioned. We have the ability to create. We have the ability to make intelligent decisions. Okay, this is what God has given us. Now, my full wholehearted belief is that the greatest gift that God could have ever given us is is life itself. Okay, he's he's given us that and then he sent his son to redeem us that we could have life, have life to the fullest. And so our greatest gift to him should be what we do with it. What are we going to do with this life? Okay, again, God looked down at the end of this day and he said it was very good. It was very good. And we are created in the image of the Trinity, God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And then we've been given this decree, as I've, I've mentioned, I believe it's, it's, our, it's our mandate. It's like really what we are to do. Okay, Genesis, and I'm, I'll just read this quickly again. God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful increase in number, fill the earth, subdue it, rule over the fish of the sea, birds of the air, over every living creature that moves on the ground. What does that actually mean? Okay, what does that mean to, I want us to understand, like when we are called to be fruitful, what does that mean? Well, first off, we we got to produce fruit. Okay, so obviously we understand what that means from a, in a relationship standpoint, right? Is your seed producing fruit, okay? To multiply, to subdue the earth. Okay, or some versions may say replenish it. And really at the core of what that means is, is distribute it. And then ultimately have dominion, take dominion over the earth. Okay, so we can understand that from a relationship, from a we're supposed to, to go forth and, and to reproduce, to grow. And this is, this is how I know that God is a God of increase. He's a God of, of multiplication. Right, everything that we've been given is when we talk about being a good steward. Like that's part of it. Like we, when we're giving something, given something from God, whatever little that is, the point of it is to grow it. It's to multiply it. It's not to sit on it. Right. We can talk about the parable of the talents of of the gentleman who did nothing with it. He was called wicked and lazy. 
yikes. I absolutely do not want to be thought of as wicked and lazy, especially in the eyes of God. So how do we do this? What is this? What does it mean to actually have dominion? Okay, first off, I want to make sure that it does not mean that you are an overbearing ruler, a, a dominator. What it means is to rule well and, and have that understanding of what stewardship actually is because there is an inherent accountability that we, we're commanded to subdue the earth. Okay, so therefore we have an accountability. What did we do with this life? Okay, we have, we have a duty to exercise this dominion under his authority. I want to make sure everybody understands that. God is the, is the ultimate authority here, and he delegated us the authority to have dominion on this earth. Okay, and, and many human beings are doing it. They're just, they don't know why they're doing it. Why is that, why is that God-given drive in us? It's because how he created us, right? He, he, he created us, and then he gave us a task. I just think of like all the evil villain movies that I, that I grew up with of like, it was always about rule the world or take over total market domination. You know, it's just like, that's what it, I mean, think about any of those old movies and cartoons you used to watch. Like that's what it always was and it always will be. Okay. But we have an enemy now that has come into this, the scene in the picture that's now doesn't want that to have happen, even though the he's already lost the war, right? But he's trying to, to chip away and affect and, and hurt the only thing that is is going to affect God. And it is his relationship with us, right? And, and I mean, it's so, it's deep to really think about, but how we walk this thing out, when, when I think of total domination, I, I certainly apply this into business. That's easy to, to walk through. But man, I, I feel like I'm almost like as a co-creator with God, I'm operating here. I'm, I've given his authority and I'm going to operate with all of my God-given potential to, to operate in excellence that I've been given, but also, man, I want, I want to do what God wants me to do. I want to affect hearts of the nation. I want to affect hearts of the, the world that, that have that desire. I want to have the fruit in my life that other people want, right? And that's actually how we we're able to be fruitful, right? Do you have a product or a service in your life that's actually fruitful, that people want? If you do, can you multiply it? Can you multiply that good product or that service? Okay, that could be just literally how you love. That could be how, how you are a good listener. Can you teach people? Can you multiply it? Can we, can we subdue the earth? Can we distribute that and then take it to the ends of the earth? Can we actually have dominion over this earth? Okay, as, as God's, we'll call it image bearers, okay, we're intended, we are to be his representatives. That's how we were designed is to, is to be a representation of him. So when God gave us the command to rule over the earth, the expectation was that we were going to do it in a way that reflected his character. No matter what you decide to do for your job or for your business, no matter what, the expectation is to do it in a way that, is a, that we are a reflection of his character. I want us to just really understand that there because that, that's, that's probably the, the key takeaway from this. Now, some of us may, maybe we need a better illustration here. So let's talk about this, for example. Let's say some of you have kids, okay, that maybe you have a babysitter that you would occasionally hire, okay? Or maybe you're gonna, you're, you're looking for a babysitter to come in and, and take, take care of your kiddos. And with that expectation, you're, you're gonna hire that person and are you just gonna let them do whatever they want? Or are they expected to actually maintain the rules 
that you've created, the rules of the household, the family household, the babysitter is to act as a representative of you or, or your spouse because they're taking care, they're in charge of the area that you've given them that, that authority. Okay. Now art, I mean, this is a, you know, maybe a poor example, but that's essentially what God has done is he's given us that ability to take care of what, if you, again, if you read on through chapter two, you're going to understand that we were, we were intended to take care of the garden, the garden of Eden. We were intended to watch over it. And really we were to cultivate it following the example that, that God had given us. And again, I'm not, I'm not going to get into the chapter two, but I really want you to understand what that actually means. Okay. Because if our dominion and what that means is not that we're, because first off this, this world, if you just turn the television on and you can just see how big of a mess that it's become, (laughs) right? It's, It's, and it's gone that way. It will continually go that way until his return, that there's a mess out there. Okay. So if what the, the authority that he's given us using our dominion to cultivate the earth, we should be doing that as a representation of him. Too often people are doing it to conquer. It's more of a, a rulership type of authority that they're using because it's not, it isn't intended to be glorifying to God in any way. Right. I I want us to, to really get that or understand that, that we've all been given authority. Okay. But when we get it and we operate under his, when we're under his umbrella and we're operating within his will, now we can actually do some serious work. We can truly cultivate what he's, what he's given us here. And when we take that into just into consideration of how he sent his son back to ultimately redeem us, it's amazing. I mean, how we've been, how we have the authority to actually have dominion on this earth and why I think I'm going to do some episodes on the kingdom entrepreneurship mandate going off of Genesis 128. And we're going to go, we're going to dive so much deeper into that and what that means to to run a business. But that is part of the application that I want to talk with you about of how do we apply day six into what we're doing in our daily lives. Now, relationally, you get that, you understand that, but how can I do this with my business? Because I really believe that this is essentially how we scale a business because we've gained momentum. We're growing, we're growing in our business, but there's a difference between growth and scale. How do we, how do we replicate what we've been, been doing? We, we are fruitful. We have a good product, a good service. We've multiplied it. Okay. We, we are, we are in a position now to distribute it, to subdue the earth. And then how do we dominate? How do we have dominion? And I want to under, want us to understand that to have domination, okay, dominion, we're going to call it, it doesn't mean that others are failing. It is that, that we are still the authoritative figure. We are the most influential people in the marketplace. I believe we should be as, as Christians, as believers, we should be. And this is where I think a lot of us have, have fallen short. A few people out there have, have done this right, right? I think of Chick-fil-A, for example, how they're just crushing it because they are operating by biblical principles, non-negotiables that are in place for their organization. From the top down, they, they have everything in place on how to operate how to operate responsibly. Because I think there's, there's really, when I think of Genesis 128, what I get out of that is we are, when we're to responsibly steward what God has given us and that we've, we've got to decide to work with excellence okay, with that authority that we've been given. But as we multiply it, it's more than just the biological multiplication that, that we think about with, you know, Adam and Eve, there's a, a spiritual component to this that is just as important. 
probably more important in all reality. Because, I mean, having kiddos is, is certainly was necessary at the time. I don't believe that that is like a mandate that you have to have children, right? You can read on into it further into understanding that it is, it's good to have a wife, but it's also good not to, okay? And, and so it's not that we all have to have children, but it's, it's what are we multiplying? And, and I believe the spiritual component is, is just as important, as I mentioned, if not more important, that the spiritual multiplication that we're leaving, that we're having the impact on, on all of humanity. And as, as Christians, we should be multiplying spiritually. We've been given the role of, of an ambassador of Christ. Therefore, that, that's a huge responsibility of we are to share, sh- first off, share the news, the gospel of Jesus Christ. And, and how to defeat death and, and ultimately how to how to live life eternally, but start that right now. Okay. The, the eternal life starts the day that you give your life and commit your life to Christ. So many of us, I think, think we're just gonna get through this life, like woe is me mentality, and then we have eternal life. No, 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 no. The moment you die to yourself and you pick up your cross and you do that daily, that is when eternal life actually takes place. Okay, that is when you, you step into the goodness of God that he has for us and has for you every single day. And that is how we can walk in the authority and have dominion over the marketplace. And so when you apply this into your, your business, the actual multiplication component of it, know that spiritually there's multiplication taking place. Okay, we're building our business on, on this model, but this only works if you've done this in an order of vision atmosphere, structure, order, momentum, multiply. If you, God did that for a reason. He gave us an example. He didn't just create us day one or day two, day three, day four. No, he was setting the stage. He, he had the, everything needed to be in place. The air we breathe, the oxygen, nitrogen, everything, helium, everything, all the nitrous, the, the gases that we, we know he had to have in place. The stars, the sun, the moon, the other planets, everything had to be in its place, in its structure in order to sustain life for plants and animals. And the birds had to pollinate and the fish had to uh, digest and secrete. That's going to help to help the algae of the fish floor and the coral reef and all of the, the tides. That I mean, it's just such an integral, unbelievable understanding of how God created everything and then it was only good up until that point. And then he created us to actually multiply in his image as a representation of him. So if you're, whether you're a husband, whether you're a wife, whether you're an employee and self-employed, you run a, a large business, you should be a representation of Christ on this earth. That is how you become fruitful, true fruit. That is how you, you have the ability to actually multiply. That is how you have the ability to subdue, to replenish, to distribute the good news. No matter what your product or service is, it should be packaged up in the good news of who Christ is, because that is the true fruit that you have in your life, that there's something just different about you. There is something different, and it's because of who is inside of you, who has created you, the understanding that you are, you are, you are created in the image of God. Everybody was created in the image of God. Understand that. But not everybody has, has received that, that saving grace has has fully surrendered themselves to Christ to experience this life of, of freedom and, and true 
just true, com- complete surrender to who he is and what he's done for us, but then ultimately what he will continue to do through us on this earth. And that, my friends, is what I call total market domination. And it starts with us. As kingdom entrepreneurs, it starts with us. As I mentioned before, we should be the most influential people on the face of this earth. And if we actually did that, if we actually had the fruit in our lives in which others wanted what we had, and we had a system to actually teach them how to reproduce it, and then we had a system to distribute it, and then we had the ability to have dominion and walk in that authority, that is what we were created for. Okay, And when Christ returned, obviously the the fall came, Christ returned, and now we still have that ability because of, of what he did for us at the cross. We have that ability to step back and walk in this true dominion and the authority that God originally had intended for us. Okay, day six, guys, this is where God created everything. And then he said, it was very good. And I'm going to leave it at that because we're going to go into day seven here on the next episode in which it is the Sabbath. And, and I believe that this is just as important as any of the other days because it, it was God-given. And I'll explain that on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the King's Council Podcast. If you loved what you heard, give us a follow and a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcast. You can also watch this episode and much more on our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash King's Council Coaching.